Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. This is the first. Yes, good morning. I just want to invite everyone and thank you for being here online. And um, just really thankful that we're coming together for Renew Your Youth as an Eagle. This is going to be a series. And um, as we're just jumping into it, um, I just like to invite you to even open up your Bible if you have one, or maybe make notes. Notes are always good because then you can go back and look at the different things that um, maybe interested you or something that um, came up for you to, to think about and to meditate before the Lord, especially the scriptures that are going to be releasing. And the first one is Psalm 103.5, and that, of course, is the one where he renews your youth as an eagle. That's one of our main scriptures. You know, what does it mean that the Lord is renewing our youth as the eagle? Have you ever thought about that? Um, why was, is that even in the scriptures? Because it's necessary. Because we get drained. Our physical bodies sometimes get drained if we don't know how to um, deal with situations. And so that's why I just want to really get into that and share a little bit more what I've encountered in my life. So um, here we go. Psalm 23, he restores my soul. That's part of it. It's a refreshing place in his love. He takes me to an oasis of peace. So for him to renew our youth as the eagle, we have to rest in him. You know, he supercharges our life because it's, the Holy Spirit, like it says in Romans 8, he quickens our mortal body. So it's the abundant life that Jesus Christ has given us. It's available to us at all times. But sometimes when we run, so to speak, in our own uh, power, in our own, um, yes, our own fleshly power, our own strength, and not by the power of his strength, then we get drained. Situations drain us. Like I had the last three, four days, one thing after another, and I was dealing with a lot of different people, which I love. I love people. I love to exhort. That's one of my gifts and my motivational gifts, to be an encourager and exhorter. But also the prophetic is another gift of mine. But anyway, what happens is you with all these different people. So I get phone calls and I pray for people. If I don't do that in the spirit of the Lord, I get drained. You know, if I try to do it in my own strength, I get drained. And some, some situations uh, are really emotional vampires. <laughs> you, we, have, we have those kind of situations in our lives, don't we? Even just listening to the news or watching the news, can be that emotional vampire because then we see all the negative and it's not that we hide from it 
but we have to be able to put boundaries around us, healthy boundaries. And one of it is that you hide in Christ, that you hide in the secret place of the Most High, like it says in Psalm 91. This is my hiding place. You are my hiding place. I'm in the cleft of your rock. You know, I'm in the cleft of the rock. I'm in, in nestled in the love of Christ. I'm nestled in the Father's heart. And that's where I stay and that's where I hide. And that's where he can supercharge my life. And that's where he can continuously renew my youth as the eagles. But I also have to know what, how to treat my physical body. And I tell you, years ago, the Lord revealed to me that I was literally rejecting my own physical body. And I was not aware of that at all. And I'm like, what do you mean? But my soul was so shattered because of situations in my life and uh, what happened to my body, even when I was a child, in, uh, unconsciously, uh, not unconscious, subconsciously, you know, something is conscious, which we are aware of. You know, you're aware of your surroundings and you know what's happening. For example, when you're driving, you're conscious about what's happening, the, the traffic, and so you're aware of it another word to use but subconsciously is you're not really aware of it um, it's there it's it's tucked away and a lot of times that will motivate some of your reactions or my reactions and I, I'm not even aware of it so the Lord the Holy Spirit is wonderful because when we ask the Lord you know I consecrate myself I set myself apart uh, to you Lord and I'm asking for transformation, that you show me everything, that you search my heart and see if there's any wicked ways in me or anything that causes me from continuing the walk or continue from continuing to walk, to run my race with endurance. Lord, show it to me. And that's exactly what he did. He showed it to me. He revealed to me that I subconsciously, I was rejecting my physical body. My soul was not in harmony, so to speak. It was not for my body, but was against my body. And so there is not that oneness. You know, we have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and there's a oneness amongst them. And even when Jesus was praying in John 17, he talked about that oneness and that he was praying that we are being that we're becoming one just as he is one with the father so we have the oneness with the, with Jesus and with the father and with the holy spirit but also we are made out of three different areas we we have a spirit you know you're born again in the spirit with the spirit of god and then uh, it's a spiritual born again and then also you have a soul and you have a body. So there's that three again. And there needs to be a harmony. We should really live out of our, our spirit, not our soul. But he restores our soul, just like it says in Psalm 23. I really like that. You know, he restores my soul. And so there is a resting place in his love. He takes us beside still waters because he wants to minister to your soul. He wants to restore your soul. He wants to revive your soul. And so that is where I can receive from him when
and I tucked away in him and I trust him. And this way he revives uh, my life, so to speak. He revives my youth, my vitality, because he shows me things. For example, I, I literally repented. I said, thank you for showing me that my soul, that I was um, rejecting my physical body. So that can cause all kinds of disease, you see. That can, there's no harmony, there's not a oneness. And I love Amos 3, 3, how can two walk together unless they agree? And then, of course, that is with other people. We cannot be unequally yoked. Um, there has to be an agreement. I mean, I do a big teaching on that, uh, how to agree with the Father's purpose and um, his, his calling on your life. So I agree with that. I, I, and so then I walk it out because I have the agreement. And it's the same with my physical body. If there's no agreement with my soul, my spirit, my soul and my body, there's not going to be any harmony, so to speak. And there's always going to be upheaval. And there's a fight going on inside of us a lot of times. So we're going to unearth that. We're going to look at that. And I'm, I'm praying that you will be open for the Holy Spirit to move mightily and to show you those areas that, that are pro probably those uh, you always bump in, so to speak. And the Lord can just transform you. And the Lord can show you. The Holy Spirit can show you the truth. And, you know, if you remain in his word, as Jesus said, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. So you will be made free as you learn how to come to him and to run to him and to lay in his presence, so to speak, like that eagle. You know, when the eagle, there's a season in their lives where they have to pluck out all of their feathers and they're literally laying in the sun, so to speak, and they rely on God to be renewed. And this is sometimes what we walk through ourselves as well because he wants to renew. He wants to pluck out the old feathers. And I, I'm thinking about the old feathers. It's our old mindsets. You know, the mindset that I had that I was rejecting my physical body thinking the body is bad, thinking subconsciously, which was a big lie, um, that my body was not the way it should be. And of course not, you know, and it would even uh, affect this kind of thinking, this kind of rejection would affect my physical body. So it seemed like it was right. So it would just compound and just continue that I would to reject this body because it just wasn't lining up the way I thought it should. But then when repentance came, then I learned what to do. Then I learned how, you know, self-love is usually very easy for us, but we have to love God first with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And then we love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So yes, we learn how to love ourselves through Jesus Christ through his love. So I first love him. And because of that, then I'm starting to love myself and I will be able to love my neighbors, whoever they might be. I will be able to love them through the Lord's love, that pure, unfailing, undying, eternal love. And so, 
you know, when you love yourself in a healthy way, not in a uh, self-destructive way, some people have made their bodies an idol, and that's wrong as well. You know, we have to turn from that. But we had, I needed to learn how to treat my body and how to nourish my body. And the Lord can show us. And that's what's happening because he heals and restores our soul. And that is through the spirit of God, which is in us. If you're born again, if you have made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, and you follow him and you love him, it will happen because you will just ingest the right food, which is the spiritual nourishment. And that's the word of God. And then he renews your mind. You know, it's washed daily by the water of the word. And so there's a regeneration and a transformation that happens from the inside out. Because then you know the truth and the truth will make you free. And just like I said, life can drain us and deplete us by all of our busy activities. So we're learning how to come to the Lord and to remain in his rest, to enter into his rest and to remain in his rest. And the peace of God, you know, Jesus said, um, come to me, those who are burdened and, you know, heavy laden. And he will give you rest. His, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. So we come to him, but he also will teach us from his heart because his heart is lowly. And so he will teach you. He will teach you about yourself. He will teach you how to treat yourself. And he will teach you how to turn this around for good. Everything that is coming to your life that he will turn it around for good, Romans 8, 28, for those who love him and called according to his purposes. And you called according to his purposes. And I'm sure you love him. That's why you on this, um, in this chat room or in this, in, um, in this call. So, um, you know, all those busy activities, he will show us what to say no to and what to say yes and how to set healthy boundaries for yourself, for your soul, so there is a protection. Because that's why Psalm 23 is so rich. Um, you know, you come to his table, he prepares a table, so he's going to feed you. He's going to give you everything you need. I mean, your cup is overflowing. You get fresh oil from him, you know, on your head to prevent um, for any scavengers to come. So he is making sure that your head is, um, that you receive fresh oil on your head. Um, and that's another teaching I don't want to get into. I don't want to go on a rapid trail right now. <laughs> you know, the shepherd leads us into a place of true rest in his heart. So you get to know him better and you get to know his heart and you get to know your own heart. And that's another very important thing, that there's truth in your inward parts, that we know the truth even about ourselves. And as we know the truth, and as, like he revealed to me, I was rejecting my physical body, I knew I had to repent, and I was turning to the Lord and asking him, you need to teach me. Teach me how to change this. Teach me how to treat my body, how to uh, function, you know. So, but it all comes from those streams, that river of God. You know, he, 
he, he places you uh, beside still waters. And that's, I see that as the river of God. And I splash in the river of God. I lay in the river of God. I rest in the Lord. And that's where he brings refreshing. And that's where he renews my youth as an eagle every day, all the time, actually. You know, this is your inheritance. You can remain in the river of God because out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. And that's that life. And it comes through us first. So we, this, it's a life-giving spirit. It's a life-giving river. It's life is being ingested into us we ingest it as we take the word of god the living word and as we are hiding in the secret place of the most high and then we can bring everything to him and uh, you know i love to journal um some people they shy away when you say journal well just write it down <laughs> or just sit before the lord and bring everything to the lord that is in your heart that is bubbling up. Okay, just, just talk to him about it. Um, I like to write it down. What especially we have to come into that stillness. You know, it's it's important to become still and um, you know to listen to him. If you want to know what he has planned for your life, because then peace comes as well when you know what he's called you to do. But you have to become still before him. And there's Psalm 62, 5. You can look into that. Um, there is Psalm yeah, 62, 1 and 5. My soul waits in silence for God alone. So there is a stillness. There's also um, Habakkuk 2, 1 and 2. That's a good one because I go on my watchtower and I listen to see what the Lord is telling me. So you're on that watchtower, like a Habakkuk 2. Habakkuk was going up on that watchtower, which means you're going into the high places in Christ. You are engaging with the Lord. You're asking the Holy Spirit. And you're listening what the Spirit is saying. So you have to become quiet. You can present everything to him. You can write it down before him, or you pray and you let him know what is, what is happening in your life, you bring it to him, but then you become still before him and you're listening. And sometimes I get a vision, so I see, um, you know, the seeing and the hearing and the spirit. I also ask the Lord to open up my eyes, to open up my heart, to open up my ears, to hear spiritually what he wants me to know. So he's enlightening me. So I will know more about Jesus, the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, Ephesians 1. That, spirit, that wonderful prayer that Paul prayed, Apostle Paul prayed, I love it because it's he in that stillness, because then you have to become still. You need to still your soul. There's so much chaos in some people's soul. There's a chaos and it's, it's disharmony and disunity. So we have to become still to hear what the Spirit is saying. And you have the Holy Spirit in you. You know, Jesus Christ in you is the hope of glory. So it's already there and he will reveal to you the truth. But you have to become still. And then you fix your eyes on the Lord. You fix your eyes on him. 
and you gaze upon him and you receive from him in that time of stillness, in that laying in the river of God, beside his still waters. You are in the green pastures. You're sitting at the Lord's table. You know, these are all uh, visualization. You can vision that. But he also, you know, sometimes he just gives me a vision. I've had so many visions where he showed me where there was woundings in my heart, situations that happened in my life, and he brings it up in a moment like this because the Holy Spirit knows exactly when he can bring something up, and you are ready to walk through this. You know, you walk through that door because when you have these situations in your life and it's all inside of you, it's tucked away, and it's in your subconscious, then that is like it's behind a door and nobody can go in there. And that's where your woundedness is. And sometimes you re we retreat into that woundedness, but the Lord through the Holy Spirit is opening up that door and you can look at it through the Holy Spirit, you know, and uh, for instance, I give you um, something that I had to walk through. Um, I had a situation where I almost died during the birth. So did my mother because I was breached. And that time, you know, when I was born, it was not such an easy thing as it was today. But anyway, so I did not want to come out. My, the Lord revealed to me uh, in a vision that I did not want to come out of my mother womb, mother's womb because I, I was in the last moment right before I was going to be birthed. I switched and I became pre, you know, I was preach. And um, so that's, that's a big issue. But the Lord showed me that I did not want to come out of my mother's womb. <laughs> I wanted to stay in there. I guess I felt comfortable. I felt uh, loved. And uh, the situation outside of the womb was not very positive. So all throughout the, the um, pregnancy, you know, babies can sense that. So I did not want to come out. And the Lord revealed that to me. But at the same time, when he showed me that vision and he revealed that to me, how I felt as a little baby in my mother's womb, he started to escort me out of the womb. I mean, it's what the Lord escorted me out of my mother's womb. We went back to that place in time, and the Lord completely healed me from all of those wounds and all of the trauma through that kind of birth were... I almost died. He completely healed me. He showed me the truth. He escorted me out. And it was such a powerful time in my life. I was released from all of that instantly. But see, it was a sovereign move of God. Okay. So I want to leave you today with this. If, if you are going to have more of these um, sessions, and today, I leave you with that. If you want to please focus on Habakkuk 2, 1 and 2, and uh, consider what I was teaching today about um, resting in God alone and uh, waiting on the Lord alone and to run to him and to allow him to dig deeper inside of you and to show you the truth and that you allow him because you become still in his presence to move accordingly. If you just give him uh, all of your stuff, 
um, all of that, that's fine. And you keep talking about it and talking about it. That's not enough. Now you have to come still before him. And I know that is sometimes very difficult because our mind is racing. There is chaos in our mind. It's just constantly, there's thought processes in our mind and continuously a lot of times. So we have to stop that. We have to say, this is it. No, no more. Uh, be quiet, you know, quiet your soul. Be, um, even as David said, why are you downcast, oh, my soul? Trust and hope in God. You know, we have to learn how to become still before him, still our, our mind and still our... Um, Unmuted. Yeah, still ourselves before him. So uh, that is, I just want to ask you to do that and to allow the Lord to do such a work in you and to give you answers while you're still before him as you revisit Psalm 23. And I pray right now, Father, thank you that you will teach each one of us how to become still, how to pray, and how to release what is really in our hearts, Father, that you even show us um, our soul, what's in there, Father. And that that becomes real to each one of us, Father. And that you transform us, that you heal us, that you give us visions, that you give us dreams, and that you give us even scriptures at times that we can look up and you give us an answer, Father. And Lord, we just trust in you with all of our heart and we lean not to our own understanding, but in all of our ways we acknowledge you and you will direct our path. Father, I pray that many will be healed emotionally, the inner healing, Father, that you will set them free from things that have been lurking in their soul for decades, for many years. And Lord, I thank you that you set them free, Lord. Let there be a deliverance as you minister to them in a mighty way, that there's going to be a mighty deliverance even now as you are unearthing the truth, hallelujah, and those things that hidden and those lies of the enemies that have kept them uh, depressed and, and oppressed, Father, but they rise above, that they are arising from that depression, that even the situation round about them have kept them under, but they arise and shine. For your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon them, that your glory is shining into every crevice, in every little detail of their lives, Father, in their soul, in their minds, Father, that you illuminate spiritually, that they have the, the, the spirit of wisdom and under, understanding in the knowledge of you, where they get to know you and where they get to know themselves and how you made them. How, how you um, fashioned them and formed them wonderfully and, and beautifully in their mother's womb and that you have a call on their, on their life for times such as this. And I thank you, Father, that you're doing a new work in them. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, well, um, if you want to get a hold and be part of Soaring Eagle Ministries and be invited to more of those sessions, um, please come visit the, the website www.soaringeagle.info 
and uh, you will there will be a pop-up where you can sign up for the uh, mailings that I uh, our mailings the newsletters and invitations uh, you can also go on the contact page and leave a message for me but please con contact us there's also Facebook Soaring Eagle Ministries Inc. is on Facebook as well. All right, well, I bless you today and I'm looking forward to part two and I hope you'll be part of it. God bless. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 